Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Morgan and Morgan. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. Nine oh four on the Mike Kelter Show. It's one oh two five the phone. God damn, I love me some Duran Duran. I like that new single they have out. Yeah, right. They, like they know how to keep up the times. Yeah. Go see Joey D on Saturday. I, I, you know, I asked these guys after. I go, was that good? Was it a good interview? And they were like, oh yeah. yeah. I thought he's super uh, interesting. What a life that he led, and um, you know, it's more to it than just being a rock and roll star. It's the, it's the uh, racial aspect of the things. It's the mob stuff. It's the Beatles. It's Jimi Hendrix. It's the threesomes. It's the, the Dolly. I mean, there's so many stories upon stories, and we barely touch the surface. I mean, there's a whole book worth of stuff there. And the guy's local. Go support him. The Clearwater Record Store this Saturday, two to five. Stop by and see Joey D and get an autographed copy of the book. Um, Another guy who is coming back to the area from the area that we should be supporting is our friend Bert Kreischer. He's got the rescheduled dates for his Birdie Boy tour, which uh, you know is going through the entire state on Wednesday, October 20th. He'll start his run at the Strauss Center, 20th, 21st, uh, and then on the 22nd he goes to the Hard Rock Live in Orlando for two shows. Uh, I'm sorry, for four shows, the 22nd and 23rd, uh, and then uh, he heads out to... Oh, God, he's all over the place. He really is. I mean, he's got a bunch of uh, dates in Florida and Vegas next week. Uh, is Bert on the line yet? No. So I'm calling him back, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm and i trying to call the number that I have, and I don't know if you saw. I don't know. No. He got I got his, hang on. I got his new number. Okay. Yeah, if he had a new number, I didn't get I didn't know. He does, Carmen. He does. I would be smart if he would have told you. Yeah. <laughs> Probably didn't know. (laughs) When you were talking to Joey D, I knew that uh, Jimi Hendrix played with the Isley Brothers, which turned me on to the Isley Brothers when I was younger because I was such a Hendrix fan. But yeah, to find out that he played with Joey D, that's unbelievable. Super awesome. Well, I mean, you should see. I got when I took a picture of the picture of uh, Hendrix in drag. Yeah, uh, up on the uh, up on stage with him. I mean, it's just a. uh, It's hold on. I'm trying to send Carmen the number at the same time. I'm trying to talk to you. Uh, It's amazing that. you know, he it was like seeing somebody before they're famous. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And and knowing what they were going to turn like to see he was probably a shy, you know, little. Uh, hey, I play my guitar, you know, and then all of a sudden just becoming the guitar god that he is. Well, he played with Joey D in '65. In '67 is when he put out "Are You Experienced." So right. it was just two years later where he became this huge, you know, phenom. Because right. he sold his soul to the devil and <laughs> play anything <laughs> he wants at the crossroads. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, one of the other things that, um, I mean, I could pretty much tell just by his, it's his will from talking to him, but when you're around in that age and you're popular, I mean, he's given into the sex stuff, but how do you stay away from the drugs? I mean, it, when, right. if I'm at, if I'm at a, I don't do drugs, but if I'm at a party with Salvador Dali wearing a toga where yeah. we smoke a pot, I'm like, all right, give me the pot. Yeah. You know I mean? Just Let's for just the story alone. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, um. Just so you have things to talk about when you when you get old. Uh, uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you'll have several opportunities to see him in the entire state, starting on October 20th at the Strauss Center. Bird, bird, the rescheduled Birdie Boy Tour is back. Let's welcome back to the show 
one of our best friends ever. This is Bert Kreischer. Hi, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing. I think I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> by, <laughs> I think by your by your who are you judging against? Uh, I don't know. If I'm judging it against. <laughs> if I'm giving, judging it against everyone in my house, I'm doing amazing. <laughs> You're healthier than Joey Diaz. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm almost as healthy as Joey Diaz. I got my arm back. I don't have my brace on anymore, so I'm good. Yeah, boy, that was something, man. I remember I was with you right before you had the surgery, and the surgery looks like it took you out pretty uh, good. Dude, that surgery thing. I, the surgery kind of messed me up because I couldn't work out at all. And I'm, I don't work out to lose weight. I work out to kind of get my brain right. Yeah. And uh, and it also locked up my back because you, I had my arm kind of hanging. And Le- I love Leanne goes, it's not heavy. I go, yeah, but it's heavier than not anything. <laughs> right. it's, it's, I go, it's like, it's like I go, just put, just put like five forks in your hand and carry them around all day. Goes, well, that would be annoying. And I was like, that's, it's annoying. Nailed it. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Bert had to get surgery on his arm and uh, COVID and all these things that came into place, but not bad because you got to go over there and film the movie, so you were out of town for most of that. Thank God. Yeah. And, and if you think Florida doesn't believe in COVID, <laughs> really doesn't believe in COVID. Uh, yeah, so you have, Dude, but I, I, saw, I saw them sticking things up your nose all the time. You had to be tested before everything. Oh, I've been tested. I've been tested probably 300 times. I've been tested so much that I get angry when a nurse goes, uh, I'll do it. And I go, no, no, no. I've done this more than you have. Uh, Trust me. The, so, uh, the, I remember the, my, my stylist or my the lady that dressed me got COVID. She had to dress me because my arm wasn't working. She had to put my pants on me, put my shirt on me, button it, right? We are in close contact. And uh, and I, I didn't get it. She, I, didn't, I don't know why. I didn't, I didn't get it. And so I said to her, I said, she said, are you vaccinated? And I said, I am. And she goes, I said, are you vaccinated? And she looks at me and she goes, uh, I think I'd rather have babies. And I went, what? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you think you think conspiracy theories are bad in the United States? <laughs> uh, hey, let me ask you a question about the movie. And, and I know, I already know the answer, but I want to talk to you about it anyway. When Howard Stern filmed his movie, I, mean, I, I grew up listening to Howard, and he is one of the most loyal uh, people ever to his wife. He, he would have all these women on him, and, but he never strayed from his wife and then he filmed this movie and he f- and he always says he fell in love with his co-star not not necessarily her but just the fact that there's another woman being intimate with him pretending to be his wife kissing him and that was it for him and then shortly after that he gets divorced when you're out there i mean what's the first time you're around other women that you, i don't i don't know how, i don't know if you have a love scene in the movie or what the deal is but does, is that scary at all because you're you're the other guy i know that's super married oh dude Dude, I had to make out with somebody. Oh, that's how, the first girl you he? kissed. In, <laughs> that's the first girl you made out with since Leanne. Eighteen years, nineteen years. I, I called. So I, so she did it in one of the scenes. There's one scene where I, I wasn't acting very well, and then she, as an actress, decided to switch it up. She slaps me and kisses me. And it caught me off guard, but I acted really well in the scene. I just watched the screening in the movie, and uh-huh. it's awesome. It's awesome because I acted really well. But I was freaked out because I haven't kissed anyone other than Leanne. So I call Leanne at night. Leanne's in Serbia in quarantine. She's on set the next day. And I call her, and I say, hey, i got to tell you that I cheated on you. She was like, what? And I was like, I kissed. I kissed somebody. My co-star. And she goes, honey, 
I know. I read the script. I go, no, no. I go, no, I'm not even talking about that. And I was like, it's not, it wasn't in the script. And she goes, well, it's in the script tomorrow. Tomorrow you have to legit kiss her. And I was like, what? I didn't even read. I didn't even read that part of the script. <laughs> so the I next would've... day, I go in and I do a. I have to do a full on, like I'm leaving for Russia, kiss on the lips, and it is. It was like it was intense, right? And I get so into it, and I do. I had to kiss her like 18 times. Yeah. I get so used to it, and I'm comfortable. And Leanne's watching, and I don't even care. And then we go to do a pickup scene where we just got to get Mark's close up. So I'm off camera. I'm off camera. And by the way, I'm in different wardrobe. And we start doing the scene. I'm off camera, and I kiss her off camera. <laughs> and everyone was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm doing the scene." Even my co-star was like. What was that? And I was like, "We're doing the scene." And she goes, "Here, we don't need to kiss. No one's filming us." And I went, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> Do you have a you have a deep makeout, a deep deep like tongue makeout? Well, uh, I mean, not to give away too much of how the sausage is made, but we have another kissing scene, and that one's like supposed to be really passionate. And I said to my sister, "I go, we're cheating. We are cheating." On our on our spouses. No, like, you're not cheating. She goes, no. She goes, no. It's not a fact thing. And I go, hold on. And, and I go, it's kind of cheating. And she was like, it's not cheating. And then <laughs> I saw her, and she went and had dinner with us and her husband in uh in Atlantic City when I got back. And she pulled me aside. And she goes, it totally is kind of like cheating, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. It's like a free way to cheat, and it's awesome. <laughs> My next movie is just gonna be makeout scenes. But do you know that's what Adam Sandler does? Adam Sandler has casted every woman in his movies as the hottest girls in the world, and he gets to make out with all of them without cheating. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I, I had I had to make out with another chick in the movie, and then and then and then you start like I was like I was like it's awesome. I don't know. I totally get. I mean, look, here's the deal. Is I, I guess I am an actor, and I guess it's professional. I don't know. <laughs> I will tell you that in one scene, I was wearing sweatpants, and I was like, I need a costume. Okay? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask work. you. Were you aroused during? You had to be. I mean, to touch another woman for the first time in 18 years, that must be wonderful. <laughs> You're supposed to say no in this, but 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, like that's, and, and, and anyone that says they're not is a liar, and that's why Brad Pitt cheats on uh, Jennifer Aniston with Angelina Jolie. You yeah. get a scene where you're making out with someone, and you're, and all of a sudden, and then here's the other crazy part is you start to emotionally cheat. Like, you start to, like, you you know, you have a kissing scene, and then all of a sudden you guys have, like, kissed, so you're a little closer. And then, you, and I'm not, this didn't happen with me and the, my co-star, but my other actor, the, the other girl that I kissed, we started talking about emotional cheating, and I guarantee you that goes on. Like, oh, yeah. you have a, you formed a bond, and then all of a sudden you're texting behind each other's spouses. Yep. Like, it, and I, I go, I totally get how people cheat. I totally get it. And by the way, it's fun kissing other people. It really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's kind of, and it's pretty harmless. Again, that night, that night, that night, we went back to our place, and she was like, "Hey, do you want to?" Give a kiss to Old Faithful, and I was like, "Beat it, scissor lips, get out of here!" Oh my god! <laughs> Did she want you to tell her about the scene? What was it like kissing another girl, Bert? No, her and my her and my co-star are like best friends. Oh, stinks! Yeah, yeah. We actually FaceTimed her the other day. Her and Leanne talk all the time. 
Leanne, Leanne's one of those people. That, like she was. Leanne's, by the way, was like, it's professional. This is what you do for a living. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not that professional. I told Tom. Tom and I are doing a movie. Oops. Not supposed to say that. Uh, Tom and I are doing a movie. But we already know I fat astronaut. Well, yeah, Tom and I were like, I was like, dude, lots of kissing scenes. Lots of kissing scenes. <laughs> that should be a thing. That should be a running theme in the movie about you guys. Just keep, just keep casting other women for your friend to kiss. That's a good friend thing to do. I mean, I, you know, it's like you think about those movies that you've seen like nine and a half weeks, and you're like, dude, uh, uh, like so. Uh, that, uh, we had Jamie Kennedy in here one day, and Jamie Kennedy was saying that he was doing like a, a low-budget independent movie that some rich guy was paying from, some guy from Saudi Arabian guy was paying for it and put his wife in the movie and that him and uh, him and the wife had like a, a sex scene in it and the guy was like, you, you're going to do the sex, do the sex. Like, go ahead and just bang my wife if you want to because they're practically doing it anyway. Oh, dude, uh, Tom and I have talked about this. I, he, had a, he had a scene in, in Steve Burns' movie where there was like a sex scene and Tom was like, they like get, didn't give him any. They just gave him a pair of boxers, and Tom's yeah. like, uh, "I'm poking through everybody." <laughs> so, hey, by the way, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I just, I just want to point out that uh, I had Bill Burr on the podcast when the King of Staten Island came out, and I asked him uh, what it was like to make out Marissa Tomei, and he was such a dick about it. He was like, "Yeah, you know, dude, it's yep, not like yep. that. You got a bunch of guys staring at you, and they're there." I'm like, "Yeah, okay. I, I don't care if a hundred guys are staring at me. If I'm making out Marissa Tomei, it's still going to be a good experience." Yeah, I, I talked to him on when we when we had Bill Burt. I asked him about it, and he was like, "Dude, it's it's not like that. It's professional, okay? What are you, some pervert?" I was like, "No, I'm a regular dude, and you're making out with Marissa Tomei, yeah. who's one of the hottest women in Hollywood, one of the best actresses, and like, and the, and you talk about it. You talk about it before you do it. You don't just do it." And, uh, and, uh, and like, I, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm a regular person. I, I, maybe that's why I'll never be a movie star because I'm a little too honest. Because I'm a little too honest because I just, I just don't know how not to be honest. Right, and that's why you're successful. I, I made out with a girl from Survivor one year, and I still treat that like I made out with uh, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, it's it's so interesting kissing someone that you have, like, when you've only kissed the same person for, like, 18 years, and then yeah. to kiss someone else, and you're like, so that's how you do it. Oh, wow. And you got to think, well, I bet sex is probably awesome with this person, too. Uh, I I don't know, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's a little, that's a little, that's a little much for me because I do, I'm so bad at sex, but I'm like, I, it's like, I always try to make this analogy. For me, having sex is like, uh, karaoke you ever see someone who can't sing do karaoke yeah. they don't like to do it in front of a bunch of people <laughs> they just rather do it in front of one person and just that's what they do uh, that's hilarious all right the reason we're talking to bird today I mean, not that we don't love to talk to him all the time is because uh the birdie boy toy got rescheduled and you have a lot of dates coming up in the in the in florida not just not just tampa but you got uh the Strauss center you got a couple of nights you got october 20th and 21st at the Strauss center uh two shows on the 21st one on the 20th and then you head over to Hard Rock Live in Orlando for four shows. Man, they love you in Orlando. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I, the, I, there's the one I'm doing in West Palm is like is like six thousand seats. I'm like, Unbelievable. <laughs> so Good yeah, I don't. I, it's, I, I can't wait. I'm in Florida for like two straight weeks. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be awesome. And then uh, heading out to Vegas next week, right? What are you, or what are you in Vegas? The 25th. That's that's this weekend. I'm in Vegas on the 25th, and then I fly. 
to Austin on the 26th to do two bears, one cave. Wow. And then I fly home and then I'm, and then I'm home for like one more week. And then I am out. I am like, yeah, I'm, I'm gone all, I'm gone all of October and all of November. I come home for Thanksgiving. Uh, Jack, we got, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Hollywood, Fort Myers. I mean, the entire state is getting a lot of Bert. And then, of course, you got the return to Tallahassee, the first time that you've been back there since you went there. Uh, October 24th uh, is a Sunday, 7 o'clock at the Donald Tucker Center. Uh, you'll get Bert back into the place that named him the number one party guy in all of America. Started right there at FSU. God, that seems like a different lifetime ago. That seems like a different human being. I just got a text from my um, teacher from Russia. She oh, really? just texted me this morning. Oddly enough, yeah, she texted me. She's been, she's been going to my shows in New York. I don't look at Facebook. Um, by the way, there's a dude. I just there's another guy in the hospital. There's a big fan of yours. I don't look at Facebook at all. And I saw that she had texted me on Facebook, in uh, like, in when I was in New York at the Beacon. She was like, "Hey, I'm going to be at your Beacon show," and I'm like, "Oh my god, I would have loved to have seen you." Yeah. And so then she left her number. So. I texted her last night drunk, and then she texted me this morning, and she's like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, ah, oh, oh. I made a movie about, about you letting me into your class. Oh, that's going to be that's gonna be so great for so many people. I mean, I look, I, I have not seen the movie. I spent some time with Bert in California, and he doesn't even really want to tell me about the movie. One of the best ideas I thought you had was uh, for the trailer. You don't want to ruin all the good stuff in the trailer. To show a black screen and just you could hear all the sounds in the background of things happening. I think that's a great idea. And then you go see the movie, and it's you know it becomes a, a hangover type movie, and and it makes Bert the, the huge star that he, you know he's going to be one day. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. All here's how you know Bert's in great shape is in in L. A. where people love to be dicks to each other. Everybody loves Bert. Whether you're whether you're another comic or a movie uh, studio head or a PR person, all those people love you. That's got to be a great feeling. Uh, yeah, I mean, people, I'm sure certain there's people that hate me. The, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, it's, I, I mean, <laughs> trust me, I stay up at night thinking about it. The, um, the, uh, I went and saw a screening of the movie last week. I see a screening again tomorrow. And, uh, and so I go to the screening, I bring, I brought six bottles of wine because I was like, everyone's going to want to drink. Not realizing everyone's there for professional reasons. Like, right. there's a sound editor. There's a composer. Like, the people are there for work. They're not there to party and watch a movie. So I, so I cracked up one bottle of, one bottle of wine while I drank. And it, the movie starts. And, uh, and, you know, I had not – I had read the script, obviously, and I knew what we shot. But there were, for a lot of things, I wasn't there when we shot them. Right. And I didn't know it would look like a Hollywood movie. Like, and I know that sounds silly, but I thought it would look, um, I thought it would look cheap because I'm in it. You know, like it yeah. would look like, uh, like like a student film. The movie starts, and I start crying immediately. <laughs> I'm in the front row. I start crying because I'm like so moved by it, and then. And, and Leanne's like, hey, calm down. I think you're freaking people out. And, and then I start wolfing back wine and then reciting lines along with the movie oh. throughout the entire movie. Throughout the entire movie, I was like, uh. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Just, <laughs> uh, I saw that Bert is doing a thing with, I don't know if it's over or not, but with the comedy gives back where you can um, bid to play golf with him for charity. That'd be even better, Bert. If I got to sit and watch the movie with you while you were drunk and reciting lines, <laughs> I'd pay more for that than golf. I, so I, I'm going back to another screening Friday, and uh, 
And I'm like, and and they're like, hey, maybe don't drink to this one so you can give us notes and you're not blackout drunk at the end. Now, was, oh, by the way, there was, a, there was an earthquake in the middle of the movie. In the oh. middle of the movie, we're watching the movie, there's an earthquake. I totally didn't even notice it. I was like, now, given our, our friendship and our long uh, history together and my history of honesty, do you want me to look at the movie before the final cut so I can give you my honest opinion on everything? Well, no, it's going to be too late if I give it to you right before the final cut. No, I'm, I'm saying, you want me to look? I'm like, should I watch it now and, get, and make notes and get back to you? No, it's so. It's, it's by the way, it's, it's in such good shape right now. Like they, the people in there this last time were like, this is their first edit, their first cut, right? And so we watched their first cut. First of all, it's two hours long, so you're going to lose like I don't know, like forty minutes out of it. Right. But I was blown away. First thing I like, I did one thing, and I was like, oh my god, I'm like a good actor. And I rewrote <laughs> the scene. I rewrote a scene, and the scene killed. And I was like. Holy crap! Like I, I, I like that. <laughs> Listen, I, I think it's going to be great. And you, you are your worst critic, and you are already saying it's good, which you know it's good. Because I would watch it, and I'd be like, ah, I like it because it's me. But I know that there, you can tell. I can tell already that you like it, so I know it's going to be awesome. Uh, I can't wait. Do we know? We have any idea when it's going to come out? I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, I have no idea. I think. Okay. Thinking in uh, probably March. That's what I'm guessing. But okay. they'll be done with it. They'll be done with it before Christmas, and then it'll be locked. And All then, right. uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I can't. I can't wait I to know. see I'm, it. I'm, I'm going to do. I'm, th- I mean, I'm. I'm thinking of all these promotional things to do. And yeah. and then I probably won't do any of them. I'll probably just let it air. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love to do it when it comes out. We'll do a, like a screening before it actually, like maybe the day before it comes out or something. Here we go to Tampa Theater or something like that and do it there. Uh, in I the want to do. Yeah. I, w- I want to do like premieres, like you know, they do premieres around the world. Like, yeah, when they go, we're in Prague. We're in, the, you know, I want to do them in places that are special to me. Like we're doing a screening in Tampa. We're doing a screening in Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. Yeah, I, I think that would be great. You know all your friends and family from here would love to go see it. Uh, in the meantime, let me hey, plug wait, your... Can, yeah, I do, go ahead. can I do radio when I'm in town? Can I uh, do radio when I'm in town? Uh, we'll see. Of course, Bert, of course. You can come at any time you want. Oh, yeah. Any day, any time you want, of course you can. Okay, good. I'm going to fly yeah. in early. I'm I'm in uh, Austin on Tuesday, and I'm going to fly in Tuesday night and do radio with you Wednesday morning before yeah. the show. You can stay here if you want. So you don't have to. You could walk downstairs at six o'clock or eight o'clock whenever you want to do that. Um, listen, let me tell everybody your dates because I know you got more calls to make. Bird's going to be here at the Strata Center on the twentieth of October. Uh, he's got two dates, uh, three three shows, two dates: twentieth, twenty first, and then in Orlando for four shows at the Hard Rock Live. And then he's in Jacksonville and West Palm and out there in Tallahassee. Go to uh, Ticketmaster.com. You can find all the information or BertBertBert.com. And, uh, you know, we always wish the best things for you. I'm very excited. I think 2022 is going to be the biggest year for you, and uh, I can't wait, man. Oh, thank you, Cal. I love you. I, mi- I miss you guys. I'll see you, in, uh, I'll see you in a few weeks. Love all you, Bert. All right, pal. See you later. There you go. The great Bert love pressure. You see you, buddy. The machine. La machine. The, uh, listen, uh, uh I'm trying to figure out like a, a good example of this. You, you get something, you're excited about it, and you're like, yeah, 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 but you also know the reality of it. Like, we did this live gig, and it went good, but it wasn't as good as last year's live gig. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get the idea the punch-out was big, but the second punch-out was better than the first punch-out. You just know the reality. They were both successful, but you know which one's better. Everybody is everybody's excited about this movie. Like, they're excited on a level of of... 
that it's going to be like the next hangover. Oh, you're yeah. going to walk away and you're oh, going to go, yeah. well, cause it's that was hilarious, and who is Zach Galifianakis? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, this is what makes Bert. What, what were we going to say, Carmen? I was going to say, yeah, because it's like Bert's like legendary story. You know, right. and it never gets old. It doesn't matter like how many times. It's always hilarious. It's always funny. And there's so many people that, that believe it or not, either just learning about or don't know Bert. I remember I was talking to my ex-girlfriend at the time who lives in New York, who's a big hoity-toity art snob, and I said, hey, um, one of my best friends has a TV show tonight on uh, the Travel Channel. you got to watch it. I'm so excited. i got to go watch it, blah, blah, blah. And it, and it was uh, the roller coaster one. What was the thing called? <laughs> Tri- uh, not Trip. Tri- Bert the Conqueror? Uh, no. Bert, but, yeah. No. yeah. Was it Bert the Conqueror? I think so. Anyway, uh, I was going to watch it, and... She watched it, and she texted me during it, and she goes, I got to tell you, I'm not feeling it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling it either. I don't know. And then his stand-up special, we watched the first one, and I thought it was good, but it just wasn't Bert. And Bert right. says, what did you think? I go, oh, it, was, it was good. It was very funny. I go, but it's not Bert that we know, man. You need to be out there like crazy Bert and let everybody see what you're really like. And he took that stuff seriously, and he went out, and the next thing took his shirt off and went crazy. And it was the Bert that we all know that's funny Bert. And uh, that's why he's so successful now, because he has no fear. He is doing funny to be funny to make himself laugh, and as a result, you're enjoying it as well. So I'm really looking forward to the movie. And uh, we get to see him for a couple weeks when he's here in Florida. So that's coming up. Get your tickets now, and don't ask us for any, because we're not going to have any... uh, uh, tickets to give away because it's going to sell out anyway. So there you go. All right, we got to take a break. Before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friend at Superheat and Air. If you need air conditioning, any of your air conditioning needs, if it's not as cold as it needs to be in your house, if you've got an old unit that you're setting on 70 and it's always pumping 74, you know that thing's going to break soon. You probably haven't had a tune-up on it. You can get a tune-up for 39.99 from Superheat and Air. But if you've been putting off buying that new unit, money reasons, now's the time to buy. You get no interest and no payments for 18 months. You can get your new unit in now and you won't have to pay for it for 18 months. Get it to be nice. Get it to be nice and cold, right, Carmen? Just like you like it, nice and cold. Listen, I think I got to call them up for a tune-up. So, oh well, there Ooh. you go. Uh, Superheatandair.com is the website address. You're also going to want to mark that in one of your favorites because when you're in a situation like Geo, where it's the middle of the night and you've got no heat and no yep. air and no nothing, you call them up and they will send somebody out there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I've had to have them come on out here. They've done a great job for me. They've replaced all my units eventually in this home, and I. I couldn't be happier, and I quite honestly couldn't be any colder. Frank, uh, Spanish, Frank, who's Frank? Spanish is literally sitting here with a blanket on his lap. Yeah, it's I so have cold to, yeah. But that's what we love. That's what we love it. Superheatandair.com. Give him a call today. No interest, no payments, 18 months, and make sure you tell him you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. We shall take a quick break, and it is the Mike Calta Show. This is 102.5 The Bo. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 